everyone. It is Dan here. It is the 27th of April, and I am here to tell you that me and Maureen Johnson are both on uh, writing deadlines that made it impossible for us to do a new episode this week. However, Maureen had a great idea, and that was we have like 140 episodes of bonus content over there in the town watch at patreon.com slash says who. Why not grab one of those and put it into the main feed for you? Some of this, some of you, this will be a repeat, but it's a repeat from a while ago. And for many of you, this will be new. This is the kind of thing that happens every Sunday at patreon.com slash says who. This particular episode is from April 4th, 2021. That was actually Easter Sunday. So there is some Easter egg discussion at the beginning. But the main part, the main reason why we wanted to put this out is in light of all of the recent banning of books happening in school libraries and public libraries around the country, Maureen got to hang out at one point in Key West with the one, the only, the incredible Judy Bloom, And at about the 14-minute mark, she tells the story of hanging out with Judy Bloom, somebody who's had books banned for the last 40 years, a true badass, a true luminary, true amazing person. Anyway, enjoy this Town Watch episode here on the main feed. Hopefully, we will have both finished our writing and can be back next week. We will see. You all are great. Enjoy. <laughs> Town. <laughs> Town watch. Wow, 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 Thought you might get a little Easter music from Thicky, no, Dad, but it was a little uh. <laughs> you don't want any east. You don't want any Easter eggs falling out of the basket, Dad. You know what I mean? I know. Sorry, Warren's having I, a wardrobe I malfunction situation. I apologize for everything I've ever done. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not. Everything's fine. Um, I just woke up. <laughs> Well, good morning. It's because I was, I, Dad and I had apparently opposite nights. Yep. Um, I couldn't get to sleep last night. I just had one of those nights where it, there was nothing going on. It wasn't, it was just awakeness. Yeah. It was just being awake. Yep. That is, uh, I've been doing that all week, but on the other end, I have been, Literally all week at this point, mostly waking up at about four, sometimes four thirty if I really want to sleep in. And uh, the first thing is I just feel wide awake, and then uh, and then I'm like, ah, oh, shit, it's definitely not time to wake up yet. So maybe I should go back to sleep. And then my brain's like, hey there, how about we lay here and feel bad about things for a while? And uh, so I go along with that for a minute and then I'm like, this is not good. Now I feel worse. And so I have to go get my phone to just kind of brainlessly do shit. And then by that point I'm up. So all week 
all week, which is not good at this point. Yeah, I I had a really I was having a really good night actually. I was reading I felt like I was reading with extreme clarity. You know what I mean? Like when you finally feel like your brain is ticked back on, you're like, oh, yes, I really enjoyed just clearly reading. I'd like to be somewhere. I'd like to be somewhere clutter free (laughs) somewhere else. Like just thinking like just I don't know. I had that one that those kind of moment of clarity kind of things. But then I was like, but now I'm just awake. Yeah. It's no good. It's no good. It is uh, Easter Sunday. Oh, wow, it is, yeah. Yeah. That uh, around our house, that means that there's a moment where Janice and I go, ah, oh, fuck, it's Easter. We ought to find some shit to put in a basket. So we're not, uh, not big Easter fans over here. I signed up for where I live. There's a community thing going on tomorrow where there's going to be an Easter egg hunt Whoa! all around the neighborhood. And I signed up for a slot tomorrow you, morning. You're hunting for an egg? No, I'm hiding eggs. Oh, that's fun. I, Dan, I fucking love Easter egg hunts. They're fun. I will oh, say that. But I would do one now. Okay. I love them. <laughs> well, that's good. I, yeah, Easter egg hunts are okay, but the whole, like, I don't know, maybe I'm just fucking been up at 4 a.m., but the whole, like, putting shit in a basket and being like, look, this bunny came and left you shit, I don't know. It always seemed improbable to me as a child. I'm like, how is, every child asks, how's that, how is that rabbit lifting this? Yeah. But the, uh, the five-year-old fucking loves holidays. Every holiday. Any holiday. Even just days off school, he will call a holiday and be like, what is this holiday? And we're like, it's just like a teacher in service day. He's like, okay, but it's a holiday. So he's a big fan of holidays. So we have to, we have to do it up. I'll FaceTime with him tomorrow and ask him where I should hide the eggs. Oh, that's a good idea. Should I hide the eggs here? Except that then we would uh, reveal that the eggs weren't magically hidden. So, well, this is an adult thing. This is an adult. This is a special party we're throwing. Where you hide eggs. Yeah. Easter bunnies don't hide eggs around the the neighborhood. They leave you a basket, I think is how it goes. (laughs) It's true. I just could. He would have good ideas. I just got a bunch of photos scanned from my family for uh, for Christmas. I like sent a box off. Oh, yeah. And I just was looking at them the other day to kind of pick a few more out to send. I got my father a digital frame for Christmas. And I was like, I need to send some more photos to the digital frame. And I found one of me, my friend Jenny and I hunting Easter eggs. And I was so, because I saw two in the photo. I was like, I bet if I look in this photo long enough, I'll see some we didn't see. And I did. (laughs) Wow. It's like you left yourself a gift from the past for the future. Even just looking at the one, this may be me inserting a memory, but I feel like I remember us finding this one egg because it was wedged in a tree okay. and I see it in the photo. And I was like, I seem to remember. I, it was like a mad rush for that egg. Yeah. The uh, So you did the, it's one of those things where you just fill a box with photos and then you pay a bunch of money and then they send you digital mm-hmm. files. Well, these were slides. So they were oh, like, yeah. we literally, you know, could not look at them. Right. 
So I was like, if we're going to get these, like if we're ever going to really see these again, they have to be digitized. That was a real fucking wild moment in the 70s where everyone was like, let's shoot slides. Who won't want to watch sit down and watch a slideshow for the rest of their lives? Yeah. If you've never some of you are younger, so. Um. Do you even know what slides are, guys? They're these little <laughs> tiny squares. Like they're super small. Yeah. Like they're like two inches, and they have a little tiny image yeah. of the of the picture, and you projected them with a big old chunking slot. This big hulk, like this machine that made a tremendous amount of noise as you changed the image. Yeah. Yeah. It, Janice's family. There was a number of years ago. Now we were at her parents house and digging through old photos and surfaced just boxes and boxes and boxes of slides and it was like this is fucking wild like yeah we did not shoot slides my dad shot a lot of eight millimeter movie film where you would get those three minute cartridges yeah and you would compress an entire year into one three minute reel because cost a fortune to, to do but um, but yeah, it's like slides are they are as locked away from reality as they could be at this point. But the the advantage at the time was that they were cheaper. They, they were. Yeah, that was why a lot of people printed. Oh, because you only had to develop the slide. You didn't have to then make a print of it. Yeah, it was it cost a it cost a tremendous amount less mm. to make the slide. So they were a lot more uh, cost efficient and. Yeah, you looked at them less, but they also seem to pre- preserve to very, very high quality. Yes. So yeah. some of them that I've had that I scanned or had scanned are look new. Yeah. There's been no, no right. quality. They won't fade. Right. If they've been kept in a dark yeah. spot and stuff. So they look great. So it's wild. That's pretty cool. Oh. That's pretty. I've been getting a lot of Instagram ads for those boxes of things that you can see. I I used I used a company called Legacy Box from Instagram. They probably they probably advertise on Instagram. They're one of the bigger ones. My think- Instagram ad algorithms at this point are either something that I want to buy immediately, mm-hmm. or something so hilariously not me that I can't figure out what they're doing. Like, it literally, it'll be like, here is a waxed canvas, wallety notebook thing that you can fit your notebook in and you can carry as a wallet. And I'm like, I'm fucking buying that right now. <laughs> and then the next one will be like, here is women's underwear that won't leak. And I'm like, what are you, how are you both perfectly targeting me and not even getting any part of anything right trying to get my keyboard to switch on because i want to look at something on this very topic i get these influencer offers oh man (laughs) there's nothing worse than yeah just you wait i get those influencer no no one knows what this is oh can i can i just shout out right now because i'm trying to use instagram more because it it's slightly it's weirder 
yep. in a lot of ways, but it has it's a very peaceful vibe. I'm Maureen Johnson Books. Please follow me. I need a I need to grow my Instagram for psychological reasons. For your uh, influenceability. No. So you can I'm get just, those offers. I'm trying to, <laughs> all right. Look, I'm gonna read you one of these offers. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm I am ready to be influenced. Oh, oh I erased them. Hold on, let me pull up the trash. Uh, here we go. Get ready. This is the kind of high class stuff I've got going. Yeah. Hi, Maureen Johnson. We're excited to invite you to participate in our campaign featuring featuring Gorton's seafood at Walmart. <laughs> We're looking for for influencers to partner with, and think you'd be a great fit. <coughs> and then you have to have uh, a post. The deliverables are a post, an Instagram story, two to three tiles with a swipe up link. Concept. Man. Show us how this, I'm going to read this exactly as it's written. Show us how they use swap seafood in for traditional proteins by inspiring your audience to make their favorite meals with Gorton's. We are looking for satiating imagery of a variety of dishes you love to make, but with fish shrimp instead of pork beef chicken. It's seafood time, capitalized. And (laughs) if you get selected. Yeah, what um, is the going rate for selling your Instagram followers some frozen fish. $150 in PayPal. Wow. That's not a lot. And listen to this. Please note, this compensation amount above includes a reimbursement for your Gorton's seafood product purchase. <laughs> Wait, so it's 150 bucks less whatever you bought yes. because they're reimbursing you in that 150 Yes. So... As a person that buys Gordon's frozen fish for fish and chips nights occasionally, they are about 10 bucks a bag. So really right. you're getting about 140. Well, then here's the next email, next influencer email in my inbox, Dan. Hi, Maureen Johnson. We're excited to invite you to participate in our campaign featuring Gordon's seafood at Kroger brand stores. <laughs> Man. Somebody really believes I can influence some fish. You're going to move some fucking fish patties is what I, you're going to do. I am a fish influencer. Yeah. Uh, I've been in, let's see, I'm invited to participate in Smart Bones, a Rawhide Free Chew, True Dog. Uh, it's dog food. There's a lot of dog food, which uh, that I don't mind. Yeah, that one seems some more sensible. Uh, earphones. Yeah. Uh, it is. Th- there's just one called Lexabel that they don't even tell you what it is. That sounds good. We love your Instagram profile and think our new product, Lexabel Custom Painting, fits your IG audience perfect. Don't even know what it is. Well, now I want to know. See how it works? Yeah, there's another headphones one. Supreme Source Pet Food. Here's another one that didn't tell me. This is just the email that says, we have a total budget of $26,000 for a campaign with you in, in 2021. Please let us know if you have a free spot in April. Regards, Pep Styler. Don't know what that is. Bang. Damn, look at you. You've got suction. So, um, anyway, Dan, I was going to say something else that was not about the frozen fish. Well, instead, Maureen Johnson, how about this? You promised us. A Judy Bloom story. I did. I'm happy to deliver. We got to deliver on that shit. This is my Easter basket to you. Aww. Um. So, in the last episode, 
I talked about the time my friend Robin and I got on a boat to write the pro- the proposal for a children's book series. Yeah. And on that trip, we uh, experienced the Titanic drill, an exploding boat, some monkeys, uh, a bunch of drunk women who kidnapped Robin. Yep. I hid under a blanket for a while. Also, one of the best things we remember is it turns out Robin Robin is real grumpy. Like she's like my fun grumpy friend. She's like, <laughs> but but it turns out the one thing that see Robin's only secretly grumpy because she's really a just a big mush. And one thing she secretly truly loves, not even secretly, is cruises because she used to go on cruises when she was a kid. Wow. And she like when we get on the boat i'm gonna tell you everything and suddenly my little my my little frowny puss harvard educated friend was like and then we'll go to this and this so one night we went to like the special restaurant because there's like always one i guess special place that you pay a little extra for at any of these places it's like if you pay 30 dollars, you get to go to our extra fancy restaurant okay so this restaurant was cool because at the they all the menus were on iPads, so you oh, could that's specify. How you know it's fancy, yeah. It was, but it was really cool and experimental. Like, here's a super fun thing for you to do. That the I, I'm going to let you finish, mm-hmm. but it is so perfectly. There is like a two year window in time mm-hmm. when this restaurant must have existed because yeah. that was yeah, one hundred percent the well. But what if? People ordered on iPads. And this was at the bleeding front edge of that. So it it felt very. But for dessert, we were given what I still think is one of the coolest desserts I've ever gotten. Yeah. We got one. There was a little lollipop tree of um, little cake pops. But also we got a couple small undecorated cupcakes like a, a whole selection of mini undecorated cupcakes. And we each got, so we each got them on a, on a strip. And then basically this funny, like brightly colored toolbox. And when you opened up all the little drawers, there were little tiny, like squeeze bottles that were two inches big oh, of icings yeah. and like all this. And you, you got to pull out all these things and little squeeze bottles to decorate all your it was a lot of fun, Dan. I'm not that gonna lie. That is fun. I I'm like not gonna that. lie. I didn't hate that, Dan. Oh, I get it. But you want to know about Judy Boy? I do. So here's what happened. Yeah. So when we got back to Miami, we had one night before our flight the next day. So we booked a hotel room. Yeah. Um, I remember the hotel rooms were like ridiculously expensive. So we just were like sharing a room. It was one of those like. Un, every hotel room was $500 a night. Like, yeah. there, there's just no option. So we're like, well, we don't, you know, we're Robin and I have shared many rooms in many places. We're like, we're just going to share this room. Sure. Robin and I have many stories of the many times we have shared rooms. And we had a car. We were like, let's get a car for the day and drive to Key Largo, which is one hour from Miami. Right. It's the I first like, island on the keys chain. yeah like let's go have an adventure for yeah. an afternoon and have a slice of key lime pie oh man so we was like yeah let's go and we got in the car and we drove and then we pulled in this cool roadside keys restaurant that looked just exactly right like it's, it's exactly yeah. what you, you we want we pull in 
because some big iced teas and some key lime pie. Oh, man, that sounds amazing. And we were waiting for the pie, and we tweeted out that we were in the Keys having our key lime pie, and we were like, hey, Judy Bloom. We tagged her, and she immediately wrote back, hey, where are you guys? Now, I want to asterisk by saying we had never met Judy Bloom. <laughs> well, that's not true. I'd met her at events, but like briefly, not like time spent together. Yeah. And I don't know if she remembered that she met me, that we had we'd sat at a dinner table together. Or okay. something. I don't think she, she may or may not have remembered that. I certainly remembered that because the one time I was at a big dinner table with her, she dropped her earring and all 10 of us at the table dove to the floor to try to find Judy Bloom's <laughs> earring. So she says, oh, where are you guys? And we were like, we, we're at this place in Key Largo. And she's like, well, come on down and see me right now. I look at Robin. Robin looks at me. And I said, well, what are we going to do? She said, well, we got So we exchanged some messages and she sends her phone number. She's like, call me. Wow. So I'm like, I'm like, Robin, you got to do the talking. You got to do the talk. So she call, we, we call her. She sends instructions to her house. And we look at each other. And then we begin to drive. Drive down. Drove down that beautiful highway over the ocean. Because she's down in... Key West. Key West. So she's, you were on the first island of yep. the Keys and she is on the last island. And to Keys. do that, to do that drive from the top of the bottom of the Keys is about three hours. Right. Yeah. It's a long drive. So the first to get to Key Largo is about one hour. And then Key Largo is big. And then you go through all these various little tiny islands. And then you get to the very, very bottom, Key West. And it's this one road. And it goes over the ocean. It is beautiful. Right. Yeah, it's a big causeway. Oh, it's so gorgeous. You are just driving over beautiful, spacious ocean while you're hopping over islands. It's the greatest. So, okay. So we nervously start driving down. And then we get into Key West, which is a fair, it's like, it's a small island, but it's big enough. It's, you know, it's like driving in a small city. Yeah. And we look at the directions and we're looking. I still remember, you know, we look over and there's Judy on her front yard waving at us, arms like, hey, girls, hey. And we get out of the car and we're a little like, OK. And she says the first thing she says is, all right, let's do this one photo and then we're done with the photos. <laughs> yeah. It was so great. She's so used to it that she just led with that. But after yeah. she gave us big hugs and everything, and she's like, okay, you want to do our one photo now? Because let's just do one photo and that's it with the photos. We were like, okay, Judy, we'll do the photo. Like, we didn't ask. Yeah. She just knew. So the way key how, key, uh, some of the houses and the keys are built, or hers was built, I think she's moved. So um, there's sort of like a big outer wall. Okay. Because there's a lot of indoor-outdoor living. So what looks like a square concrete bunker is, in fact, uh -huh. sort of the wall of a house that has a lot of open indoor space. Okay. Yeah. So you go in through this wall, and then suddenly you're in this house that it was big and airy and open and very concrete because they have to be ready for floods. But right. it, every room faced an inner courtyard, and there were all these sliding glass panels. So you could make everything wow. open onto this area, like just like seating areas and 
wicker tables and stuff and a small but beautiful pool. And then a guest house, a glass guest house over to the side, plus lots of like beautiful jungly foliage. It's amazing. And the first thing she said to us is, I have a dinner scheduled for tonight. Unfortunately, she's like, I tried to get out of it, but I can't. But I'm going to make you a reservation at my favorite place. And I've been calling them for the last hour to try to get a table. And they are just not answering. So I'm going to keep going. So her husband in the background is like, Judy, Phil isn't answering. She's like, well, I'm just going to keep calling. So we're like, it's okay. We'll just eat anywhere. She's like, no, <laughs> he should be picking up the phone. I will say this. This is what I learned about Judy Bloom. She is the absolute coolest girl boss you will ever meet. She's yeah. She just gets shit done. Does not fuck She's, around. So she just kept calling and calling. And her husband's like, don't worry about it. They're going to eat somewhere else. We're like, we're going to eat somewhere else. She's like, no. Where is Phil? Phil, I'm leaving another message. So she's like, I just have to go. We're going to this restaurant down the, you know, with these, I'm meeting, we're meeting some people, but you know, we're like, we'll be fine. She's like, here's the key to the house. So now we're sitting there and Judy Bloom is out. And we're sitting, we have our feet, we dangle her, our feet in her pool. And we have the key to her house in our hand. This was not how we anticipated. Like, even four hours before, we're like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Also, we're staying in her guest house, which is this beautiful four-room glass bungalow. Wow. So there are two guest bedrooms and then her office and her assistant's office. So you have to walk through her office part to get to the guest bedroom. And she said, don't look at what I'm working on. <laughs> but like in a fun way, but like, yeah, but a fun, but serious, like, oh, don't look. So we're like, hey, Judy. So we each get a beautiful bedroom. And, oh, because the reason we're staying over, by the way, we arrived and we're like, we're just going to say hi and go. And she's like, oh, no, I'm not letting you drive over that causeway after dark. That's dangerous. You're staying here. Now, just by luck, we still had the bags in the car. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good point. Because we we hadn't taken them upstairs yet to the hotel. Okay. Like we we had like. I don't even think we checked in. I think we just got the car. Okay. And yeah, we hadn't checked in yet. The hotel was prepaid. So we were just like, why don't we just go now? Save time. So we had our bags in the car. But yeah, because Judy wouldn't let us leave. So we're like, okay. It's like a fun kidnapping. So <laughs> we don't know where to go. So we're, we're just kind of, we're like, let's wander around Key West. And so we start to wander a little bit down the street and then we wander that little, a little beachy area and we accidentally stumble upon the beach restaurant where Judy Bloom and her friends are eating. Oh no. So we just kind of wander past down because like, it's we're like not a, stalking you. Yeah. Cause we went out, we let out the back of her property, which if you walk down a path, went to the beach. So then we just started walking down the beach. Uh, you could see me making a, I'm too, all we did was sort of walk down the beach yeah. to start walking. And we walked past them, not knowing that they were on a restaurant on the beach at a, at a table of about 10 people. So girls, 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 we come over. She's sitting at a table of, of, of very serious looking writer of people that are. And she's like, and this is so-and-so, and this is so-and-so, and this is so-and-so. And Robin gets a funny look on her face all of a sudden, because sitting with Judy Bloom, Robin would was at one point uh, in a ma- in a graduate program for the hi- uh, for like the history of science or something like she was okay 
she's like a heavy science writing person. And sitting at the table is one of America's preeminent commercial science, right? Like a person who's written many, like she starts to almost visibly shake. Wow. And she's like, oh my God, that's blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, I've read all your work. And then he says to them like, oh, are you, you know, and Judy's like, oh, these are my, my friends. And he says, somehow the question is like, oh, how do you know Judy? And it somehow comes up in this conversation that the answer is over Twitter. Yeah. And you see the guy realize that what Judy has done is invite these two people that he is like, does not know who they are over these Twitter people to stay in her house and have keys to her house. And he is giving the nervous look <laughs> to Judy. <laughs> and Judy's like, Oh, these are my girls. These are my girlfriends. Like, you know, Judy's acting like, because she is a beautiful soul. Like in her mind, we are the best of friends. Right. So we're like, it's fine. Like we are writers. Like I swear. So we, Robin, like, puts her head down and, like, she's like, oh, my God, 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 oh, my God. So we eat, we go back, we spend the night. Judy and her husband entertain us with beautiful stories. She's like, okay, girls, I'll come and get you in the morning. So we we sleep in the beautiful glass house surrounded by the foliage. In the middle of the night, there is a scream and a gunshot, we swear. What? Somewhere that makes us sit bold upright. Both of us heard it and sat bold upright at like three in the morning. At 6 a.m., Judy like appears against the glass, like, boom, 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 boom. good morning, girls. So <laughs> we scramble, we get up. She's like, come on, I'm taking you to breakfast. So we all pile into what I refer to as the Judy Mobile. The Judy Mobile is a, um, is a convertible mini thing situation. Okay. And she's like, I'm going to take you to my bookstore and I'm going to take you to my movie theater. So Judy and her husband opened a little movie theater. Wow. In Key West. I knew about the bookstore, but I did not know about a movie theater. Yeah. There's like a little independent screening, you know. Yeah. Like a like a 30, 50 seater. But it's real. And it looks like an old like art decoy. She's like, and wow. I got the people from the bars to do like, I could forget what like family should do that to sell us all this special catering and George open the, gets the girls some shirts, open up the case. So <laughs> George opens up the case, gives us some shirts. And then she drives us to her favorite restaurant, which is if you've ever been to Key West, you may have been there. It's this incredibly cool restaurant that used to be a brothel in the early 1900s. Okay. And it's this collection of like little buildings with little hatches because apparently that's how you did business is you kind of looked out these little hatch, but mostly you sit outside under the trees and eat. And it's really cool and fun. It has like string lights all around and little, it's great. And Key West also has a wild chicken situation. Okay. If you've never been there, have you ever been there? I've never been to Key West. Chickens everywhere. They are wild. They sit in the trees. They sit on the mailboxes. They just, they park. You can't get out of your parking space because there's chickens surrounding your car. They sit on your car. Chickens everywhere. It's just a yeah. thing. So when you sit and eat outside, chickens, like instead of pigeons, chickens surround you. Wow. So I, I order these pineapple pancakes. 
She's like, get the pancakes. They're amazing. So I order pineapple pancakes and they arrive and I begin to eat. And then I realize that these pancakes have not been thoroughly cooked. Ooh. That they are still wet. Like not just wet, but like inedible. Like they needed another several minutes. Yeah. So they should have been sent back. But I'm so at this point slightly terrified of Judy. Right. That if she found out there were undercooked pancakes, she may burn this place down. <laughs> like you gave my friends undercooked pancakes? So I'm like, I just got to figure out a situation where I can get rid of these pancakes. So I try to eat. I eat the edges because those are done. But now I've got the middle of this pancake. What do I do with this pancake? So I'm like, maybe I can slowly. And I didn't even do it. I was just thinking maybe I can like kind of put it on the ground and the chickens will eat the pancakes. I'm like, but that's probably not even good for the chickens. I'm kind of just thinking it through. Yeah. And then she just looks at me and goes, don't you feed those chickens? I was like, oh, no, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. These are great. And so I eat the uncooked pancakes. Yeah, you do. Because it's Judy Bloom. Yeah, what the fuck else are you going to do? And I just eat these completely inedible undercooked. And I have to say, for the in defense of this restaurant, this was a incredibly momentary. I've been there several times since. Yeah. And they nail it. it. This was just. Yeah. It just, happened. It was a goof. Yeah. Um, so Judy packs us into, her, into the car. Goodbye, girls. Waves us off. Um, and then I hit the gas because we have, I think, precisely four hours before our flight takes off. Oh, shit. In Miami. Like to the minute. Yeah. And we also have a car to return. So I hit the gas. And we, I have never driven like this in all my life. Robin was navigating. Like when we got into Miami, cause we like, we have to figure out where to return the car and stuff. And she's nav, she's gives like, turn, turn. And I'm like, oh, and between the two of us, we were like flight of the fucking navigator. <laughs> and we got to that plane with like just seconds to spare basically, but we did it. Yeah. And that is my Judy Bloom story. That is a good Judy Bloom story. You do not mess with her. She knows what she wants. Oh, by the way, the reason that guy that she called 30 times was not answering the phone was the restaurant was closed that night. Okay. We found that out later when we walked past it. There you go. So it was amazing. The whole night was amazing. Every minute got weirder than the the last. That is amazing. That is kind of exactly what you want. And all, all night long, she'd be like, oh, and I host the Key West Writers Conference and so-and-so was writing over here. And so so basically every every fancy pants writer in America has hung at Judy's house. And like, well, sure. Yeah. Judy Bloom says, come hang out. Who's going to be like, hmm. And yours no, truly has. hang out with Dean Coons instead. Yours truly has been there. Because <laughs> apparently you just go and then yeah. you're just there. Yeah. Who would and, not go? And it's great. That is great. And Town Watch. Stay vigilant. Wow, 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 wow.